Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 58th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is brought to you by Meeples and Milkshakes. You can find them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Good job. Thanks. I'm getting good at it now. You are doing very good without (laughs) your paper. That's great. Um, Yeah, our 58th episode. Uh, We found some time, even though we do have hockey to get to today, we're... Um, taking an hour to do her recording now for that game. <laughs> and hockey is only another two weeks or so yeah. left. So that's that's good. But let's... Um, <laughs> the end is near. Yes, the end is near. <laughs> and then we can kind of get back to doing what we are usually doing, trying to do it on this, roughly the same day every week yeah. and so forth. But uh, yeah, we're going to start this episode off with some new to the collection. We have a few things... Um, to talk about here do you want to talk about yours first sure so i want to talk about framework i got that one it's uh designed by uwe rosenberg uh does art by lucas siegmont and published by pegasus spiel i did not realize that was a rosenberg game yeah mm. yeah it looks fun it's just a, it's an abstract tiling game so each tile will have different borders on them they'll have different colors like red yellow green or they'll have multiple ones Mm -hmm. and then there'll be a number inside and you'll have to get that many um that number of the same colored border or either or or both in a row line like area kind of thing so it um and you're just laying down then you lay down your tiles to try to make those work and everybody has a certain amount of little like cylinders that they they're little pieces that once they complete their task they put it over top of the little they put it in the middle of the tile and then whoever lays out all of their little pieces first wins very cool yeah yeah i I did not realize that was his game until uh you just said that now i'd seen the box sitting there and um and it looked kind of had like um uh it made me think of pipeline just with yeah. all the different pipes and squares and stuff but i know that's not not at all what this is but it's just yeah. um yeah i did not know and it's a 30 minute yeah it's just 30 minutes it's like one to four players and eight plus and i think that'll be pretty much bang on it looks like a, a game that could be grasped by the younger ones mm-hmm. and looks like it won't be long because it'll be pretty finite like as soon as you you know match all of your or complete all of your objectives and put the tokens on and you're always going to be laying down tiles so yeah. you're deciding where to put them. I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. And I think in the solo I was reading. Yes, looking at that, you play the solo, yeah. Instead of whoever does it first, you're just trying to complete, I believe, as many of your objectives as you can in a five by five grid. So you okay. have to like map out kind of where you want them, but you always have to lay down to an adjacent tile. So you have to add to one you've already got. Okay. But yeah, it looks good. And you're trying, so if you're playing the solo, you're just trying to do better than you did last time sort of thing. I would think so. I haven't, yeah, I'm assuming it's like, oh, if you get it in this, if you get this many, you, you're you amazing. And if you get this many, you're pretty good, you know, right, okay. <laughs> something like that. But probably always trying to beat your your best one. You're going to be drawing different tiles and have different objectives. So yeah, well, yeah. play that one soon. Looks fun. Um, I have a new one here, and this one comes from Leader Games. This one is two to four players. It plays in about 45 to 75 minutes, and it's Ahoy. Mm-hmm. And this one um, is designed by uh, Greg Loring Albright. 
and art by Kyle Farron, developed by Nick Brockman. And yeah, this looks uh, just from the art alone, just very much root, oh, absolutely, <laughs> kind of Rudy. You know, like it just has that. It's the same artist. Um, yeah, it does all of. Yeah, all and it them. looks very much Rudy. But this one, Ahoy, um, is about being like pirates and smugglers. Um, so let me tell you a little bit here. But you're you like are sea sm- creature p- smugglers. And yeah, pirates, so you're right? out on the oceans. And that's that's the yeah. whole thing here. Is your your oceans, or uh, your pirates on the on the oceans? You are smugglers and soldiers of the high seas. Each round, you'll roll and place dice to take the unique actions of your faction. Control regions. Uh, action and... of your faction. <laughs> action. Actions of your faction. No, yeah. you said it right. It's just okay. rhyming. It was oh. funny. <laughs> Control regions and deliver cargo to gain fame and win the game. You can play as the Blue Fin Squadron, which is a company of sharks and their toothy friends who keep order with shot and sword. You can play as the Mollusk Union, an alliance of undersea creatures and their loyal comrades who fight to reclaim their home. And you can also be the smugglers, maverick captains who run blockades to deliver cargo to those who, who most need or coin. Um, explore the seas, make a unique map full of treasure troves, mighty currents and dangerous wreckage using deluxe double layer tiles, grow your crew, gain fantastic powers, by recruiting new crew members illustrated with unique art from Kyle Farron. And yeah, so it looks it looks fairly um uh like it's an asymmetrical game, but it's it, it looks, looks a lot less intense than Root. Yes, it looks much more um approachable than Yes, than that's Root a good is. word. I was gonna say it looks much more user friendly. Yeah, it says it's a lightly <laughs> lightly asymmetrical game where two to four players take the roles of the, the swashbucklers and soldiers <laughs> seeking fame on the high seas. Um, and yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're just basically do, yeah, doing pirate things, right? And yeah. it just looks kind of cute. Um, you lay out the ocean with tiles. It looks like you have your player board with your different faction, uh, powers on it. And I believe I was reading in this one that, so if you play this, if you play this two players, one of you is the Bluefin Squadron, one of you is the Mollusk Union. And then like, you have to be those yeah. ones, I think. And then for the third and fourth players, if they join, they're just smugglers and they do the smuggler, uh, Gotcha. things that go on in this game but yeah it looks really cool um i'd seen and heard a lot about it it was on a few people's top 10 lists from 2022 um and yeah we got a, a copy here and it uh, looks fun nice and it's uh yeah it's everything i like like it's i love the artwork and i love pirates and it looks to be on that simpler side it says 14 plus so I and guess... i think it'll be easier to get to the table than root oh for sure yeah so. um because I mean, this I mean, Root does play two players, but at its core, Root wants to be a bigger yeah um, game like four, you know. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, yeah, it says two, so I, I don't know. We'll try it at two. It's small. It's if they have box. two specific factions for the two-player game, I think it'll probably play pretty well at two. I hope so. You know, if they're like, you have to be this or and this. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I don't know was... much about it other than just being these factions doing piratey things. And... Yeah. Which in itself is fun. Yeah, looks fun to me. <laughs> so that's Ahoy from Leader Games. And I guess that's all we're going to do for New to the Collection. This week we do have quite a few more games to talk about on future episodes, but we don't want to run out of things <laughs> to talk about. So we are now going to run on over to our crowdfunding slash pre-order segment right now.
And here we are at our crowdfunding and pre-order <laughs> section of this episode, because we have one of each we want to talk about. The first yeah. one, um, since I said crowdfunding first, we're going to talk about that one first. The first one is a game that is going to be coming to GameFound in, I think, quarter four of this year. Yeah, it's hugely early. Like, coming, yeah. not soon. Yeah. But this year, <laughs> the game itself is going to be released like uh, it's going to show up people's doorsteps in 2024. Um, but this one was too cool to uh, to ignore today. I was going to say they're trying to get the hype up early, but I don't even think they need to. Oh, they don't need to. I don't think they need to at all. What game are we talking about? Do you want me to say it? You go for it. Okay. Nemesis Retaliation. This one is from Awaken Realms, designed by Adam Kwapinski. Uh, and so it's the whole gang. Back together, Back together again from, <laughs> for uh, from Nemesis, the original and Nemesis Lockdown and now Nemesis Retaliation. So this one, again, is coming to GameFound at the it says October. I think that's I think that was the date. Yeah. Sometime in October, this is going to be on GameFound. So that's quite a ways away. But this uh, this game is just too cool to uh, to not talk about because the first Nemesis is one of my favorite games of all time. The second one I haven't played. Um, yeah. We don't have either. Right. Um, and that, that one was basically then, more of the same from the first one, just with tweaks to it here and there, but kind of the same theme that you're on the space station and blah, blah, you blah. You get locked same, down. Same story <laughs> as, sort you know, sort of same situation yeah. as the first one. Whereas this one, so if you, if you liken these games to Aliens, which yes. they obviously are. Yes. Um, this one is kind of like aliens rather than alien. So this is where uh, the the script has been flipped. So I'm going to read a little bit from the BGG page. It says, prepare to face your worst nightmares in Nemesis Retaliation, a highly anticipated third installment of the critically acclaimed sci-fi horror board game series. Designed by Adam Kopinski and published by Awaken Realms, Nemesis Retaliation promises to bring something very different into the tested Nemesis engine. This time as in the movies, <laughs> players will take on the roles of the highly trained Marines entering the alien nest with strict orders and the most advanced tools available. But will they be well prepared enough to face the unrelenting horde that awaits them in nemesis retaliation? The tension is higher than ever as players must survive against overwhelming odds and the possibility of betrayal at every step. So this is, yeah, like how cool does this sound? This sounds like so sounds you're intense. actually instead of just being like crew crew people on this on a space station that are caught off guard and have to deal with these aliens, now you're a bunch of like highly trained, ridiculous space marines going uh, and retaliating. So that's the yes. name. Uh, going into the aliens nest to try to t wipe them out, right? To yeah. Make them extinct. I'm guessing is kind of the plan here, and which is cool because that's. You yeah. know, not the, not like word for word aliens, but that general idea. General idea is that they're down on a planet and they're they're going to be uh, uh, going into the nest of this these aliens rather than being stuck with one on a ship. Yeah. And um, the idea of this uh, sounds awesome. Love that idea, but also just love the idea of that one. I guess one of us. Just like in Nemesis, where we're kind of working together, but we're not. You yep. know, we're all we're ultimately out for ourselves, but having those um, hidden objectives that you need to do, right? Whereas this one, I don't know, maybe one of you is a full blown traitor, 
and tries to lock them inside the nest or something to escape. Or I don't know what that's going to be, but having that traitor idea involved in this where we're going down into this nest to, to kill the aliens and one of us may screw with the all of us. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, that's going to be crazy. I cannot wait for this game. Yeah. This game is... Now, I didn't know this game was even coming and this is one of my... Easily my most anticipated game of 2024 yeah. right now no question <laughs> about it yeah like this game is going to be amazing and i cannot wait to uh to back this or oh, whatever yeah. we do we're, we're getting this game one way or another i don't know if meeples will be bringing it in or not if they yeah. are we'll get it through them if they're not we're gonna we're gonna back this for sure yeah absolutely um but yeah i don't know if you're as excited about it as i am but i'm very very excited about oh this yeah game. Definitely. I think that um, I need to play Aliens more. I definitely... Or Nemesis. Or Nemesis, sorry. Yeah. We all know. We all know what it is. Um, but I need to play more because I definitely... Uh, it was intense. It like was awesome. And I like that. It's one of the best experiences of a game I've ever had. Is that yeah. Game. And so bringing more of that in just a different scenario. Yeah. I think it'll be it'll be great. Just that uh, the whole idea of, of somebody maybe like... You love the hidden traitor. Yeah. Yes. Someone just screwed I'm us. awful with oh it. My with those. <laughs> I'm the one that's like, oh, can I see the rule book again? For yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you're not the traitor at all. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Um, I'm sure this will be just as good as Nemesis, but in a very different yeah, way. For sure. And uh, yeah, can't wait for it. So that's uh, Nemesis Retaliation coming to GameFound in, uh, or I think, October. Yes, I think that's October. Number yeah. one, most anticipated game of 2024 <laughs> right now. So what else did we want to talk about? We wanted to talk about a pre-order we found. Yeah, and what this one, um, this one is just on the publisher's website where we found it. Yes, I actually saw it. So to be fair, I saw this pop up on Twitter from one of the designers saying yeah. like, oh, I'm excited about this. And I was like, what? And here we are. Yeah, and then and then we found it on their website. Yes. But we didn't actually find it there first. We heard about it somewhere else, found it here. Okay, this is General Orders, World War II, uh, designed by David Thompson and Trevor Benjamin, illustrated by Alex Green, and this is from Osprey Games. Mm -hmm. And this, let me read a little description for you. Take command of Axis and Allied troops at the height of World War II in the first ever worker placement war game. Mm -hmm. So, worker Very placement curious war game brought to you by the designers of the undaunted series so general orders world war ii pits competing commanders against each other in a tug of war for control over a crucial second world war battlefield either in the mountains of italy or the islands of the pacific players strive to seize crucial strategic assets that unlock special abilities and prevent their opponents doing the same Balance the desire to gain these advantages with the need to secure supply lines, ward off aerial assault and artillery barrages, and protect your vulnerable headquarters in this compact and elegant two-player game. So this one, yep. yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be It's good. nuts. So it's from the people who made Undaunted, mm -hmm. and it just combines, yeah, it's, they say it combines the dynamic tactical gameplay of a traditional war game with the cutthroat decision-making of worker placement games. Right. I, and they say it's only 30 minutes. What? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I'm, I'm all in on this. I, two players. I can't wait. I, Two-player game, the 30 minutes. The that comes with... Uh, uh, David Thompson and Trevor Benjamin duo along with Osprey producing the game. It's like, my goodness, this yeah. there's no reason this game is going to be 
uh, anything but great. Yeah. Um, we have all the Undaunted games. We haven't played them all yet, but we do have them all. And we love the first Undaunted, and we're we're going to be doing a big Undaunted episode on this podcast down the road here. I'm curious to see how this one um, plays compared to Blitzkrieg, because Blitzkrieg yeah. is a real. It's it's obviously it's a different type of game, mm-hmm. but it, like Blitzkrieg is a two player battle. Yeah, like it's a war, push and pull. like yeah, not a war game. This one, like that's it what I'm saying, they're different. War. But yeah, um, but this one is yeah. I'm very curious to see because yeah, Blitzkrieg I, is really good. I really like that I game. Love Blitzkrieg. So I'm yeah, I'm excited for this. this. There's nothing to go off of except for what you just said and yeah. the picture, the cover art. Um, so like I really don't know how this is going to play. Um, I think it's going to be um incredibly good like i feel like i don't know how they're gonna make the uh war game aspects of yeah. this game kind of come out and same with worker placement and keep it to what was it 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah so i i don't know i don't know what this is gonna look like or how this is gonna work but it, i'm i'm definitely super interested um i feel like it's going to be undaunted mixed with blitzkrieg mixed with worker placement i don't know i really don't know <laughs> what to think but i just i know these they'll they'll knock it out of the park yeah um and this one i believe is going to be released in quarter four i think it gets released in october of this year that's cool um so it'll be up for it's currently up for pre- pre-order on osprey games website um but i haven't spoken with um meeples yet about this game yeah because we just saw this now um but if meeples i'm I'm sure meeples will probably have it for pre-order and uh we will be getting this one it looks awesome uh sounds awesome don't know really what to expect but i'm sure it'll be great yeah so super excited about general orders world war ii coming from osprey games uh later this year and um I think that's yeah. it for our crowdfunding and pre-order segment. Two very awesome games coming soon. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's it for that. So we're going to run on over to our final segment of the episode where we have a review to do. So we're going to be running on over there right after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay-and-play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at our final segment of the episode where we're going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. And what are we reviewing today, Anna-Marie? We are reviewing Power Plants, designed by Adam Dalton, art by Apolline Etienne, and published by Kids Table Board Gaming. 
Yes, Power Plants. This is a game that we backed on Kickstarter. I believe. Yes, yeah, it I was believe. Kickstarter um, back early mm, early 2022 or mid 2022, I think. Yeah. And yeah, this is a this is a funny one. This is a uh, tile laying. Um, I don't know. That's kind of it. It's a tile laying game. Tile laying area control. Yeah. Sort of game. Where the theme of it is... Do you have a little thing there? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Read that. So um, in Power Plants, you're you're a wizard, and you're growing a shared garden of magical plants with your rivals. You will add patches to the garden, choosing between their awesome sprout powers or grow powers, tend the garden, gather magical gems, and deploy your team of loyal sprites to control the most valuable fields. Yeah. So you're using the same garden as all the other wizards, but you're sending your sprouts out at night to try to take over and steal yeah, the best you're... patches for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay. So this... And all, all the all the plants you're going to grow to make your, obviously, things for your potions and, and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the magical plants that are going to give you yeah. various different um, uh, attributes or whatever. Yeah. Thematically for your wizard to make his potions and spells and whatever. But uh, yeah, so... This one is a, a cool theme, like a, a funny theme with these random plants. The plants are, as you would imagine, very wildly crazy. Like the one on the cover of the box is a big like Venus flytrap looking yes. thing that's about to eat you. Like what's that movie? Uh, I don't from the know. 80s with that, that big plant. All I can think of Rocky, is Mario. Rocky, oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Horror Picture Show. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, the way this game works is you are going to take a color of uh, the sprites and a wizard. Is that how it works? There's one wizard that you kind of play. It changes. Oh, right. Use the, you, you each use the same wizard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then... It's just like representing what tile is the active tile. Right. You move it to, yeah. to your you have a the bunch tile you lay. of sprites to your color. And... and uh, you are going to have a bag full of uh, these different plant uh, tiles. And they're big, thick, wooden tiles with the pictures of the plants on them. And you, at the beginning of the game, you're going to select which plants that you're going to use for a game. Yeah. Um, there are, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different plants. And each one of them is two-sided. So there's two different versions of each plant that you want to use. And you yeah. have a card explaining what each plant does and you're so you're going to take uh how many plants do you take so you take five and you've got um you can kind of figure them out however you want they do recommend having um i believe two morning plants because you have morning noon and night yeah and then they recommend taking i think two morning plants and then at least one noon and two night or two noon and one night plants right to make them kind of work together in yeah because like, you don't want to have all the same type of plants that are all like all morning plants aren't going to work together it's just probably not going to give you the best yeah, game your experience. experience isn't going to be great because yeah. it's better if you have a, a good mishmash of the types of plants that that the game offers onto the board so you're going to select five there's the honey leaf there's the deep root the tangle thorn ember wood star flower snap jaw fright shade and wing bean and then they have their alternate versions of themselves on the other side of the card. But, so those are basically the the basic ones you're going to use. And so you're going to take five of them and you're going to take uh, all of the tiles that represent those types of plants. You're going to throw them into the big 
the big bag. Yeah, I got you're, a nice, nice big bag there. Yeah, and you're going to mix them all up, and you're going to draw out two each. Yep. So you're going to have two starting tiles um, to work with, and then you're going to also have a um, you have a section on the side where you're going to have a few. You have your garden and your nursery. So your garden is going to be is what the game's going to start with, and it's five tiles, so one of each of the colors. Yes. And then you have your nursery, which is three, three tiles random. that you pull out on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to yeah the starting board is going to be made up of one of each of your five starting plants. Yes. And you just and you kind of put them together in their uh, hexagon. Yep. Um, and they're going to kind of fit together. And each tile is numbered. So like in a full player count, you, there are eight tiles. You're going to play with all eight of right. the colors. Um, but if you're playing for like a two or three player, they'll have different numbers. And so you'll take the highest numbered tile and that, like say it was a six, mm -hmm. and that those are the ones that would make your garden. Yep. And then you'd put the one through five of the, all the rest of the tiles back into the bag. And yeah, we'll explain and why that's important later. Yeah, and you draw out three of those at random to make the, your... Um, your nursery. Your nursery side, and then two each for our starting yes. hand of tiles. And what If you pull out for your starting hand or on any of your subsequent turns, if you end up with two of the identical type of tile, the same color, the same plant, mm -hmm. you can swap one of those with one from the nursery. Yeah, that's the whole point of, of the, the nursery. nursery. Yeah, so that give you options. You don't have to. No. You can keep both of the same, but if you wanted to swap with a different tile, that's why they have it there. Yeah, it's a little place where you can give and take from mm -hmm. um, in case you do end up with two tiles of which you don't want or can't use right. or whatever. Um, it, rather than throwing the back in the bag and redrawing from the bag, it gives you something specific that you can choose from. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you're going to basically start the game. You're going to pick uh, someone to start. And there's a few different things that you can do here. There's, it's actually really simple. Yeah. Um, on your turn, uh, you can do a couple of different things. You can do one, add one patch from your hand to the garden with the wizard on it. So you're going to take one of the tiles from your hand and you're going to place it onto the board, touching... Yeah. You know, up against another tile. And then you're going to place the wizard on top of that. So the wizard is going to have started somewhere on the board. And then wherever that wizard is, you're going to pull him and you're going to put him on top of the tile that you played. Yeah. I and mean, when you're placing your tile, you have to be able to place it so it's not moving other tiles. So like you can't try to, you mm -hmm. can't put it on top so it fits into, you know, a spot where there are already five yeah, sides. Right. Because areas can become locked. Yeah. Uh, like landlocked. So you have to be able to slide it on the table into its place. Yes. You can't. You can't pluck it down from the top and fill a and fill a gap. Yeah. Because it, it it's the part of the strategy of the game. Yeah. So you have to be able to take your tile and slide it into position on the board without jostling any of the yeah. other tiles. You're right. And then once you've played your tile, you just basically have a couple options you can do. You can do your you can either use the sprout power or you can use the grow power. Right. And those that's it. That's really that's all, all you you're do. doing. When you do a sprout power, it kind of activates that tile and that tile Only. alone. Yeah. So the one that you've placed and put the wizard on, you're going to do whatever the power is that's assigned to that plant, and that's it. So, for instance, if I played down the honey leaf um, and I chose to do the sprout power, I would add two sprites to each patch next to the wizard that has one or zero sprites already currently on it. So if it's early in the game, you're just going to be seeding out some sprites. However, if I'd played that same honey leaf and I chose to do the grow power, I would do some different things. Yes. Um, where you don't activate the tile you're on, you activate the tiles 
that are connected that are to connected it. Connected to it. Yeah. And you 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 fire those up. So let's say I had placed this honey leaf down against uh, and it butted up against three other different tiles of say three different other plants. Um, I would be able to activate those three tiles in a certain order dictated by how we laid out the cards. Morning first, yes. then noon, then night. So you do from top to bottom, you would do whatever um, plan is laid out first, like whatever morning plan is laid out first. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the next morning if that's, you know, and you go down and you go top to bottom. Yeah. And then the powers that are associated, like the grow powers of those plants are different than their sprout powers. So when you're going to have to, you have to have like a player aid in yeah. front of you to really understand because there's quite a bit of different things it's, going on. They are laid out as well. Like the powers are laid out on the, on the plants that you yeah. put out, but, um, and they have pictures that show how they're done. Yeah. But once you, once you know what it is, you use the player aid so you don't have to get up and look across the table mm -hmm. at it. And so for instance, I played down that honey leaf and it's touching up against a deep root, a tangle thorn and an ember wood. I would then go to the deep deep root and I would look at the grow power on the deep roots card or on my put my uh, player uh, player aid aid and it would say add one sprite to a patch that is in a straight line from the wizard so which is really cool then like you just a straight line can be as far as you can see in a straight line from that wizard and it's nice and and clear because you're not doing a straight line from the deep root you're doing it from the honey leaf where the mm -hmm. wizard is yeah and so then it's... you would go to the tangle thorn because it was the next thing and you'd say and it says add one sprite to the wizard's patch then you would go down to the ember wood and it says add two gems to one patch next to the growing ember wood so that there's all these very specific rules that go on depending on what you choose to do you're, you're doing a whole array of different things and it's 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 simple right yeah so you're you're just playing a tile and then choosing sprout or grow but depending on which one of those you choose activates only a single tile or several tiles with yeah. all different types of abilities yeah. attached to them which mucks up the board really hmm. quickly you start adding sprites all over the place and you start adding the gems like we talked about and those are basically just victory points yes at the end of the game and you want every tile that you're basically holding with those at the end of the game you you get those points yeah yes and um and one thing too when you're when you're laying your tile down and putting the wizard on it depending on the the tile that you're laying you're going to you're either going to get to automatically lay one of your sprites down on that tile or not mm -hmm. there will be a little symbol on the on that plant on that card that says yep you get to add a sprite when you lay down or no you don't and the when your your sprites come into play because uh, that's going to determine who has majority of a field mm -hmm. and now a field is it could be one patch or it could be two patches or three patches together of the same type of plant yeah for every field is any adjacent versions of a single type of plant that are so if you have yeah. three of these uh tangle thorns that are all touching each other that's one field but if you have a single landlocked tangle thorn somewhere else on the board that's also a field also but a field, separate but field only, yeah it's a separate field but it's and it's that's it it's only one and that comes into play for game and scoring mm -hmm. because you're um you're going to get points you're there there are about five different ways uh that you can get points in the game the biggest one is your field scoring that's for where sure. you can get like the humongo points yeah at the end of the day you're wanting to use your sprites to control having the most uh, of of each field. Yeah. So if there's a single tile of this tangle thorn that's up for grabs, it's basically if I have a sprite there, 
I'm going to win it at the end of the game. If you have a sprite there, you're going to win it at the right. end of the game. Because we both can't have sprites on the same tile. Right. And depending on the different um, powers, the sprout powers, the grow powers, you can kick off other sprites mm -hmm. from tiles. And so you can never place a sprite, one of your sprites, on a tile that um, has an opposing person's um, sprout uh, sprite on it. So if I'm if I'm doing let's say the grow power for the honey leaf, yep, and it says add one sprite to each patch next to the wizard that has one or zero sprites on it. Well, if there's a patch next to the wizard and it has one of your sprites on it, mm -hmm. I don't get to place one of mine, but I knock yours off. Yes. So that hopefully in one of my other grow actions, I might be able to put one of my sprites on mm -hmm. it because you're yes, it's always that way. It's always that if I'm adding one to a space where you have one, it's just it's I'm not adding one. I'm dumping one of yours. Yes. But if, hopefully I'm emptying out that yes. spot so that in a future turn I can then try to take. But you of can it. add more sprites onto tiles that you already own. Yes. So if I had my sprite there, I could add more. Now that becomes important because um, if we mentioned gems, there will be some um, some options, some powers that let you put gems onto tiles. Mm -hmm. So you could end up with a stack of like seven gems yeah. and you're like, I want this tile. So you're going to try to get as many of your sprites on there mm -hmm. as possible so that it makes it really hard for the other players to kick you off that tile. Yep. Um, it still happens, but <laughs> that's <laughs> what you're happen. trying to do. And so that could, that's going to be seven game end points um, at the end it's, of the game. It's huge. Yeah. So those tiles can become pretty, uh, pretty yeah. important, but uh, yeah, it's, and then, there is also, and I might be jumping ahead and sorry if I'm scattering this, but in the, in the game and scoring, you're going to get, well, we can, okay. what we can say here is that <laughs> it is this simple. So the actual gameplay, if we're sticking with that, is this, you're playing a tile down and you're choosing either sprout power or grow power. Again, that's either activating the tile you just placed or activating the tiles that it's adjacent to. And it's a whole array of different yes. powers that we you don't need us to explain. There's putting out sprites and, and gems and removing people's sprites and moving tiles. Things. And yeah, there's lots of various things, lots of different things that can happen with these different things. So that is all you do for the gameplay is placing it, choosing a thing. Once the last tile is taken from the game, uh, taken from the bag, you yeah. announce it saying this is the last tile in the bag. Mm -hmm. And then everybody gets another turn so that you're all, all of you are going to have one tile left at the end of the game. Yeah. Exactly. Unplayed. So that's it. That's you go through emptying the bag because every time you play one down and do your thing, you're going to draw another one from the bag and you're going to add it. Now you've just got two to pick from every turn. Yeah. And you just keep going and going, and going back and forth, back and forth. And then you run out and that triggers the end of the game. And then there's all the end game scoring. So with the end game scoring, as we were talking about there, there's a, f a few different things you can do. Um, there are the... Oh, you got the book right there. Yeah. I, I, so we can say these properly. properly. So you do them in order. And so you can, um, you might have earned gems during the game. And those are ones that aren't on the fields yes. or the patches. They're just in front of you. You've already earned them. Those are yeah, yours. You will have, it's like one of the powers could say, do this, do that, and gain a gem yeah. or whatever. And you just add it to your so that's you. so that's yours so you get to count up those yeah. then some plant cards um they have game end scoring on them so yep. then there'll be a little red you know or pink little bar that shows you what the game end scoring is so then uh you can do those you can add those up unless they tell you to do it differently it'll tell you on there where you should score them what at what point in the game end scoring that you score them and then 
You can claim gems from each patch where you have any sprites. So if you have a sprite on a patch with any of the gems, those gems become yours. Yep. Like the ones we were talking about earlier, about fighting over a single tile that yes. may have seven different or seven gems on it. Like uh, those just become whoever holds that tile. Those are your gems. And then, points. yeah. And then if there are any tiles where the gems, um, where there are no sprites on a tile with a gem, those, so nobody got their sprites on there. Those just get back in the box. They don't count for anybody. Yep. And then you score each field. And so a field, like we said, can be one patch or it can be multiple. So mm -hmm. if you're playing with the full player count, you could potentially have a field that's eight, like eight patches. Yeah. Yep. And so you get, you get to score uh, first place scores, second place scores, third place scores. Right. And so that is basically just tile majority. It does not matter how many sprites you have on an individual patch. All that matters is how many patches you control. Yeah. And so since if there's five and I, I have sprites on three of them, I, I win that field. Yes. Yes. You're going to be first place in that. So, um, first place, you know, if you have one patch, you're only going to get one point. If you have f five patches in your first place, you're going to get nine points. But the person who has the second most patches in there is going to get four points. Right. And so if, you could have a single sprite in that field where and I've controlled a whole whack yeah. of it with a whole bunch of sprites and I do win that field and I get the big points. But you being second place because you technically have yes. a presence in that field, get four. Say if it was like a nine to four split. So like it's only plus five for me. Yeah. Really. Right. And, and the third place is not actually third place. It's any others. So right. if you had like if there were seven patches. And you had the majority, I had the second majority, and then there were maybe like two other players and they each had one in a single one, they would each get one point. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting because that when you're playing your first few games, that part gets forgotten a lot and you're mm -hmm. like trying to just get the majority, majority, majority. But so you're like, oh, I'm not going to get that one. I'm going to forget about it. But if you would just put a single sprite in yeah. there, you would get points and that can be a huge swing. Yeah. Um, you want to have presence everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And then basically once that is complete, the player with the most gems wins. And then if there's yeah. ever a tie, um, it's broken in favor of the player with more total sprites in the garden. So as we're counting the fields, you just kind of pull them apart from the outside, but leave the sprites on them. Mm -hmm. And then we haven't come across a tie yet. No, not even <laughs> but, close. But the games have been really tight in points. They've been, They've been pretty tight, close. but not like... T almost tied. no not no it's usually like five or ten points sort of thing yeah. um but yeah so that is how power plants plays that is how the end game scoring plays so let's revisit the theme does the theme lend well it does but it could be anything else yes so i think it works it's i think fine. it works i the the first couple times i played i totally was not paying attention to what the that that the wizard is you sending out your sprites like mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about that I was so focused on figuring out the the powers and what they do and how they work but the more I played it then I was like oh well I because I felt like in my first few games it's like well I am just I'm a plant and I'm trying to take it yeah. over but as I played more and more and I got to understand the powers more then it then the theme kind of really it more came through for me. After. Yeah, it, it it's not going to come through enormous for I don't think for anybody. No, um, it's it's just a theme. It's a fun theme <laughs> on top of a. I I think a it's cool a good one. Yeah, uh, area control game. And it's I, a theme. It's it's fine. I like it. I think it's fun. It's not like I said. It's not overwhelming. Like it, 
doesn't nope, it's cool, ooze it's theme, cute, it's... but I like it. I like what they've done in it. Yeah, I'm not sure what other theme you put on this, but I'm sure there's, you know, there's a lot of yeah. different ways you could go here with the theme. But this one does work. It's fine. Yeah. So that being said, we can take a look at the uh, artwork. I love the artwork on the box. Yes. Um, it is really great with that Venus flytrap eating plant. Yeah. And the, the little sprites, the sprites flying, around. flying around. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I also really like the artwork on the cards. I like the artwork on the tiles. The tiles themselves. So nice. They're really nice. Yeah. They've all got like two different shades of a color so like the sweet leaf and the honey leaf it's got bright yellow with kind of like a, a brownie yellow in the background mm -hmm. kind of like to offset it or they have like a dark blue and a light blue uh red and a deep red you know like they've got so it's just yeah i don't know they've they they contrast really well and i i really do like them yeah artwork yeah. really good um, then we can talk about the components components are really good yeah the tiles are Thick so wooden nice. tiles that um, we have. I don't know if that's different in other versions of the game, but the one we, I love the yeah, what we have here. Big chunky wooden tiles with the wicked artwork that's really brought out because like the 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 tile itself will be like um like say there's the black one which is fright shade. Um, the tile will be like a flat black, but then it'll have a shiny like silvery plant yeah like on top of that and it just really shows shows through and like the components just look awesome yeah i love the components the little wizards the, the and little... each each sprite is a different shape yep there's so... the five different or five or six different types of sprite so not only are they your different colors but they also look different mm -hmm. and there's the bag you know it's a really nice little draw bag with which is uh has the power plants uh artwork all over it looks really good um yeah components and artwork i really really like theme yeah. was like okay fine but uh the yeah components and artwork are really really good yeah the rule book um was fine awesome actually yeah. i really like this rule book i found it's very simple mm -hmm. it's got good examples it's got um it's not very long it's like set eight pages front to back mm -hmm. and it was easy to learn the game it was easy it's the it's easy to understand what you how to play. Yes. It's not easy the to know powers. what to do, like what the right choice For is. For sure. And the yeah. powers they will uh, they will take a while to wrap your head around. So the There's first few plays them. um they say it's 30 minutes. On yeah, the first few games are definitely going to be longer than that and I would say the first quite a few games are going to be longer than that because um there are lots of different powers you can learn. Oh, there's tons. And so well, there's eight plants and two, and, and they're and double sided. There's <laughs> two powers per plant, double sided. So there's basically four different powers per plant. Well, because you've got like yeah, you've got uh, on the one side the the plant is a wing bean, and then the alternate plant is a cling bean. Yeah, and with, so with entirely different. Yeah, the things. wing bean has two powers, and then the cling bean has two powers. So, um, yeah, it's there's yes. a lot to know. There's a lot. And so it, it is a lot. They do have on the big cards, they do have a, a picture, which is nice. Mm -hmm. They have an illustration which shows how they work, uh, which I really like because when you're playing that, like those plants for the first time, everybody's going to be referencing, okay, how does yep. this work? Because there are some where you can actually pick up the patch and move it somewhere else. And then you can mm -hmm. stack patches and 
there's a lot there are a lot of different things so the 30 minutes i yeah, i no, think if i think every game we've played has been at least 45 minutes yeah and that's maybe closer to an hour yeah depending because you you yeah, when you don't know these powers, you have to sit there and you have to read and you have to flip yeah. over cards and you have to look at this and you have to look at that. And then you have to decide, is that what I want to do? They're, like you have to look at it and be like, okay, so that's what that does. Yeah. And that'll move that over there and that'll add two things there. But do I even want to do that? Yeah. You know, like, and then so you, you have a lot of sitting and, mm-hmm. and reading and thinking. There is a version of this that I think would be 30 minutes on the nose and we'll get to that after. Okay. But, um, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, so it's um, the rule book was great. Yes, um, you learned this one. And I did. You taught yeah. this one to me, and um, yeah, I, I understood what I ne- what I needed to do, but just not what decision I needed to make. Yeah, because <laughs> I had no idea what decisions. Like That's... I don't know why I should do this versus that, and um, once you played it a few times, you kind of start to understand the the way it's going to work, especially if you're working with the same plants. Yeah, but when there's so many different plants and so yeah. many different powers it's like holy moly there's a lot here so um i guess we can come down to whether or not we recommend this game and if so who for um this game was yeah very simple 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 game but just with really difficult decisions to make and a lot of things you need to know and you know you need to know how these plants work with each other and like how my decision that I'm going to make right now will affect my next turn or, or various things yeah. here. Cause there's just a lot going on. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know this, this game has, I really like it. I really, really like it. Um, there's just a, maybe too much. I don't know where like, um, there's the eight different plants, right? Mm-hmm. And we, I grab you, you, you kind of just take five at random. Yeah. So some of those ones, some of those ones, and some of those ones. And and for me, it's like it's a lot to remember mm-hmm. for a what should be a fairly simple game. Mm-hmm. You know, like it seems like it's like it presents itself as very simple, and it is with simple, Concepts, simple yeah. gameplay. Yeah. But man, the decision making is so hard. And like, there's been times where like I was getting like some pretty big. AP. AP, where I, I had to be like, you know what, never mind. Just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to yeah. do this and I would see what happens. Yeah. Because it was just crazy. I found myself reading these cards and, and trying to deci- decipher whether or not this was the right call and whatever. But yeah. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? Okay. So I'm going to start by saying this game was, I. if you listen to our most anticipated games of 2023, I know it's labeled as a 2022, but it we didn't get it in 2022. Yeah. And it um, and it didn't make my list because we had actually gotten it right when we made the list. So yeah. I actually had it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only reason why. I was super jazzed for this game. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it totally lived up to my hype. I and so I'm gonna do I'm gonna say why I think it could be played in 30 minutes. So kids table board gaming for kids. I think right now, if you played it, Sprout and Grow, um, they do say eight plus. I don't think our eight-year-olds could play this with Sprout and Grow. No. He would not understand no. the Grow. He would probably get frustrated. Yeah. However, they have um, a variant here for when you're playing with kids yeah. or if you're just learning so it's not overwhelming. They say take some of the plant cards and uh, when you lay out your the five 
tiles you're using or the five plants you're using yep. cover up the grow power so and only play with the sprout power. Yep. And if you're only playing with the sprout power, there's not really much thought that needs to go into it. You're not debating this versus that. You're no, not debating. You can understand what that co yes. colored tile does. Yes. Right? And so then you're just doing the sprout power. Yeah. So I think if you played with kids or if you just wanted to have a nice kind of casual game of this you could easily do that just cover up the grow powers only you sprout have a nice quick game put yep. it away um i also agree that there's a lot here and there's a lot to do i found that to be a very good thing because i found that as a ton of game in this box well, there meaning is for sure. you could get this game and you could play the heck out of it mm -hmm. and not have the same game because you could be playing with all different types of plants, whatever. If I think that to combat the the overwhelmingness of how many different plants there are, you could just play with the same five plants for quite yeah. a few games until you get used to it. That. Yeah, I would. I think I would recommend for your first three or four games just to take the same five plants and get to understand how those plants work. Yeah, and play through it and play through it and then even it, and then maybe add in one plant. One yeah, yeah, change that one out for this one, and then and then be like, oh, okay, that changes the game quite a bit because that that other plant that I used to do this with doesn't exist, and now I've got this one to work with, and now I can combo that with this, mm -hmm. and then once you get comfortable with that, switch out another one, and then once you know them all, then you can start being like, okay, now how would these like ones play together? So I I agree with everything you said mm -hmm. that it it can be it can cause a little AP and it can do that. Yeah. However, I think if you if you do it, like play, play the sprout powers first, then play the sprout and grow and keep with the same t the same plants for a little bit. I think you won't have that issue. I think it will. I agree. It will diminish. And I think in that sense, like this, there is so much game here. There's, There's so much. There's and ton, ton, I ton. was not expecting that no. at all. No. I was expecting a light, yeah. fluffy type. This is not light. No. Like it's simple, but it's not light. Like, if you're playing this game the way it's supposed to be played, with the sprouting and the growing powers, and the randomness of the different plants, it is not like... There's no. a lot to consider and a lot of a lot of things going on here. So it's... Yeah. It, it presents light. It says 8 plus on the box, and I guess if you're just doing the yeah. grow... If you're just the doing the sprout, powers, I think that's exactly accurate. A, I'd say it's a light game if you're yeah. just doing the sprout powers. Yep. But the second you introduce grow powers, and you're just taking random plants for the game that you're doing and you forget like how that one works mm -hmm. and how those ones work and whether you're using the the normal side or the alternate side yeah. like there is a lot here and i think that's that's what's great about it is that you have that um that skill variety you know you yep. could play with a, a child or with a new gamer or um just pull it out and do like something simple and then you could also add a lot a lot of depth into it so mm -hmm. yeah I, I would recommend this pretty much for anybody because there are so many different ways that you can play it, but <laughs> play to the way that you enjoy it. Yep. Right? Like if you don't like struggling with brain power, just do the sprouts, mm -hmm. right? Sprout power or just choose how you want to play it. But there's so many different ways to play it. I think this game is awesome. Yeah. I really liked it too. Yeah. It is, um, it was better than I anticipated because yeah. it had a lot more going on <laughs> than I thought. But yeah, that kind of caught me off guard, and it's a kind of game that ne it rewards like multiple, multiple, yes, multiple plays. Yes, absolutely. And where we don't get time to do tons and tons of plays of 
um, a single game. Mm-hmm. So it's, but however, I do, I do think it's awesome. I think there's a lot of thought went into this game, a lot more than I would have ever thought. Yeah. It's um, not what I was expecting no. when we, when we, or, when we backed no, it. I thought it was going to be quite, quite <laughs> I was like, this looks cute. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be quite light. Yeah. Um, but it, no, it's quite, it's quite deep. Um, but then again, you can make it however you'd like. Yeah. So yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. Um, cause I think the price is pretty right on it yeah. as well. And it's, uh, yeah, the components quality is really good. Artwork is great. Ton of um, game. There's a ton going on here and, but you could also, yeah, you can edit it, you know, play it however you want to play yeah. it. But if you're playing it as the game is supposed to be, it's, it's on the heavier side, <laughs> like, you know, not heavy side, but heavier side of light for sure. Like probably the heaviest light game out there, <laughs> honestly, if you're playing this with the way it's all these different options, like yeah. you're constantly having to reference these cards. Cause you can't, you doing. can't really plan ahead in this game either. Cause it no. all de- like the player before you could totally change what you were planning to do. So yeah. you always got to be thinking, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do this. I, yeah, it's great. Yeah, very good game power plan. So we're both definitely giving it a thumbs up here. Uh, it's just, it won't be for everyone, particularly at that playing it that way. So do with it what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, power plants was a lot of fun. It was a lot better than I thought. Um, I thought it was gonna be fine, but like it, it exceeded your expectations. It, did. it really did. Um, and I'd like to play yeah. it again more, but, uh, generally we start after moving on to other things here. So, but this is a game I could take, uh, on a trip somewhere and you could play, um, a lot of fun, uh, different like games, you know, yes. where like you could take this camping and you could play a whole bunch of games of it and never have the same game twice. Yes. And just lots of options. And it, and it would eat up a lot of time because you do have to read quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's Power Plants. <laughs> that's a strange one. This is a... This is a that a seemed like I it was exhausting to, for you to... Yeah. I don't know how out. to qualify this one. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's light, but it's heavy. And it's... Yeah. I, I'm not I sure. I think it can be what you want it to be. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of where we leave it. It's like, it can be light if you want light. It can be heavier if you want... Yeah. You know, more think- by no means do I say heavy. No, right? it's thinky. Like, if you want it thinkier, it can be thinkier. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's that. We're going to call that an episode. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoyed Power Plants. Hopefully you get to try it. See it's what, awesome. See what it's about. Um, but we are going to run now. So you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube The Meeple Dungeon. Our email is themeepledungeon at gmail.com. And then that's it. I think we're going to run, and we're going to see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.